Yo, what's up, everybody? What does it do? How's everybody doing? Uh, welcome back to the show. Um, what do we got on yeah, deck? For back the... to the show. What do we got on deck? Another uh, Red Bus Brewing Company's. The final Red Bus. The final Red Bus. That's it. We are done with Northern California beers for now. The and... final. Until Ryan the Lion brings us more, or I actually take a trip up north and bring down some more. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Shoot something through, a lion. Jetronic <laughs> <laughs> Haze. Hazy IPA. It's a 1.16 ounces. The original Red Bus Hazy IPA. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jetronic Haze is our flagship hazy IPA. Notes of orange, peach, mango, and pineapple. Dominant. In this heavily, oh, dominate in this heavily hopped hazy IPA that put our brewery on the map. Drink fresh. I guess this is, this is what started it all, huh? I guess so. Yeah. And then they have their little fucking companies like you know the red the red bus and whatever the fuck from the eighteen eighties and yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, whoop the yeah. Nobody cares, bro. <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. Give me some to drink. <laughs> what is it? What about Gabriel Iglesias? He, yeah, he like collects. He collects fucking the buses. Oh really? That's I did not thing. know that. Yeah, he's like, oh. 60 or something. I don't know. I don't know the number, but he has yeah, a lot. Yeah. But he, he's got he has more than one. Uh, top 10 uh, uh, films for this past weekend. We have The Invitation, small, low-budget film. It actually is a pretty dismal um, opening weekend. A young woman is courted and swept off her feet only to realize a gothic conspiracy is on foot, bringing in $6 million, um, opening up in 3,000 theaters. Then we got Bullet Train dropping number two, uh, actually up from number three, from last week to this week, and that is at $5.6 million. Beast, 4.8. You have Top Gun Maverick still holding on top four, $4.7 million. $4. million. Uh, only dropped 20% from one week to the next. Dragon Ball Z, the number one film from last week, dropped down to number five uh, to $4.6 million. I'm guessing there's not a lot of anime fans in the United States. That's bullshit. Y'all motherfuckers watch hentai. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a DC League of Super Pets. I watch hentai because I can see titties. <laughs> uh, number uh, six, uh, opening up in number seven is Three Thousand Years of Longing, the new Edris Elba film, alongside with Beast, uh, opening up at two point oh, nine million dollars. Um, and you have Minions: The Rise of Gru, Thor: Love and Thunder, Where Do the Crawdads Sing, rounding up your top ten. And then you have the film Nope at number 11. Just bonus because we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, but those are your top 10 films of the week. Yeah, the weeks. Uh, and obviously we got our numbers from Box Office Mojo. Box um, Office. Just to make it easier for us. Yeah, sponsors uh, with the Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking IMDb. We'll, we'll buy your fucking show. Because um, IMDb owns them. Okay, well. Ooh, yeah. We're taken. So uh, the show... Oh, actually, I wanted to talk about something real quick. So this Friday, September uh, 2nd, Naughty Dog releases a remaster remake of The Last of Us Part 1. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah completely, I saw that shit. Completely updated with PS5 graphics. And you would think, like, and, and I know that a lot of companies are guilty of this also. Destroy All Humans 2 is also being remastered and re-released this week as well. But what bothers me is that The Last of Us is not going to change gameplay-wise. It's not going to change story-wise. They just updated the visuals from the PlayStation 5 or the newest engine they have to this newer. They applied it to this new game. They say they built it from the ground up, but nothing 
has intrinsically changed. None of the cutscenes will change. They're just visually more sprucey. Yeah. None, none of the shit that you go through in the game is going to change. Everything's going to be pretty much the same. Yeah. Just it'll be better looking, smoother running, not as hiccupy. But I'm seventy dollars. So only Abraham will be fucking happy with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so seventy dollars for a updated visual game, not enough. I wouldn't. Well, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Like, and it's one of the only times I'm, I'm starting I never to be more the original. So I don't I, know. The original is fantastic, yeah. but it still holds up gameplay wise. Nothing's going to change gameplay wise. It's still going to run the same. It, you know, they're not just doing any, the graphics and shit. Just updating the, the graphics, doing all which I'm going to tweak you with the 4K action. Which, which don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, it's going to look beautiful. A lot of work has gone into it. But do I think that it warrants a seventy dollar purchase of a video game that? still runs and will be unchanged narratively like you're using the cutscenes you recorded back in the day and just spruce them up i don't think it's enough not sweet to black all. friday sam and you'll be able to pay 35 dollars. that's what i'm thinking half off <laughs> don't I, I would i would just recommend don't fucking me buy personally it. i still wouldn't pay 35 dollars for a game i already own the fuck yeah. that's fucking i already own it I yeah i played it like did you um, finish it no, no. Well, I'm not. I know. I don't mean fucking Last yeah. of Us. I'm not talking about Last of Us. I'm just okay. saying as a general statement. I don't own Last of Us. I'm not gonna own Last. Of Us. I'm not gonna play Last of Us. I don't give a fuck about Last of Us. Me personally. Yeah. That's that's me. Yeah. But you, you're also not. I would. I wouldn't call give you me a fucking first person shooter. Then I, I care for about half an hour if I'm by myself. Yeah. I don't. I and don't. Then I, I can't don't, play video games by myself. I don't consider yourself a gamer. I don't consider nah, you a gamer at all. Yeah. It, I, I I have my stints when I play with you fools for a while, and then I kind of go away, and I come back for a little bit. That's just how I am. I can't. I don't get stuck on them for some reason. Yeah. No. I, then I fuck. I just feel like I miss too much shit to watch. And sometimes we have so much shit to watch. It's like fuck. I I'd rather just watch the stuff than play video games. I don't know. Yeah. I try to figure out a balance of it all. But sometimes, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, what was it that the when we had to finish the second half of the Sandman, uh, She Hulk, and watch that a last movie. Week. That. But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like. But it was it was a lot, or yeah, I think when, shit we were, when we were doing like multiple shows, especially when it's fucking hour hour long episodes, forty five minutes. It's like fuck those shits. They eat up time. They, yeah, they, they eat, eat up time. time. You know what I yeah. mean? You can watch fucking five episodes and half your day's fucking gone. Yeah, but for me, like I'm not I'm not buying the Naughty Dog, uh, Last of Us because um, and they already remastered it anyway. It came out with a remaster, uh, for the PS4, right? Like it had slightly better visuals. Uh, it looks sharper. Uh, well, I know the game is dope as fuck, and I, I know all that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's a shit. PS3 game. But, but, you know, some people have money, and they'll go out there and buy it, and, you know, that's how they get you. Yeah. No, but that's I, what it is. But, I mean, the, but for me, when I learned my lesson, I ultimately, and I, I was like, fuck that. No more pre-ordering games, no more none of that shit, was with Rockstar's uh, GTA, the Definitive Edition. Uh, I paid the $40 or whatever the fuck it was, and it was literally the mobile games just reskinned. Um, with oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it fuck it fucking dog shit fucking game. Luckily, I still had the originals that I bought. Yeah, I did the same thing. I think didn't I? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I, remember, I, remember I was like, them either. I was like, fuck them. I was like, hey, fuck we, can we try this fucking beer now? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. My bad. My Get man, back I to this. About fuck the, the Last of Us. Yeah, Abraham, you heard me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I love you, bro. Uh, and, yeah, so it smells nice. Mucho amor, amigo. Si. It smells really. Los bookies. Uh, Número uh, uno. <laughs> Español. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Shopping. Tacos burritos. <laughs> Shopping. Shopping, yeah. That food uh, too. Chopin. Yeah, let me get a taste of this red bush. Sorry, I just needed to get off that tangent. I, it was one thing that I did want to mention about that. Nobody <laughs> fucking said What? People care about it. Though. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I know. Th- I don't, though. That's why I felt like nobody cared about it, but that's me. Yeah, and that's why you're wrong. I'm I mean, my, uh, I live in my own head. I am the world. I am the law. This is pretty good, actually. 
Um, it smells like pineapple, kind of. It does. When I was first getting a whiffer. Real, real... Uh, I want to say... Tangy? Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. Like It smells like it's going to be... I haven't even tasted it yet. Yeah. It's got a, a really fruit, fruity kind of taste to it. I noticed right away after I poured them, your cup is darker than mine, so it's... That we needed to shake, or this is just sat in your fucking fridge for too long. Maybe, and you should have just. You need to start Flip grabbing. Your, you need to start flipping them upside down because it doesn't say that you're supposed to do anything to it. But of course, it's all gonna, some, some of the stuff's gonna yeah. settle. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's not bad. The soot settles. It's not a bad beer. Uh, I would say the worst Red Bus one was the first at one that we tried, which was the the duck one. I forget exactly what it was. It had a duck this on the cover. This is what uh put you guys on the map then. Fuck, I need to create a beer, yo. I might become a fucking, I might become famous. Because this beer fucking is not that good. I don't mind it. Very flat. Very, very flat. Flat finish. Fucking horribly flat. Mm. It gives me the sensation that the beer's been sitting open for a prolonged amount of time. And that to me is not. Not not, not your style. That's not a beer, yo. It's not a fucking, it's not a fresh tasting beer. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do, and it doesn't even the IPA. You can taste it kind of, but it doesn't really linger. There's no really like no, it's real mild. Of it. uh, real, like you said, real. it's more fruity. Yeah, definitely one of the most mildest hazy IPAs I think we've tried uh, on the show. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't yeah. think I'd ever go back to this. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it like a six. Honestly, like it's just fine. It's not yeah. bad, but it's not the best. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so the show obviously we're watching is She Hulk Attorney at Law. On Disney Plus, and this is episode two, Superhuman Law. Jen is hired at a prestigious law firm, but must practice as She-Hulk and rep a complicated client. Uh, that client is Tim Roth's character of Emil Blonsky uh, from the Edward Norton uh, Incredible Hulk, which is canon to the MCU. The canon. It just obviously you don't have... And I fucking just dropped alcohol all on the mixer. And um, anyways. Oh, man. I fucking literally blinked. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But, yeah. um, Attorney at Law. We were talking about the Emil Blonsky. Yeah, She-Hulk. The Abomination is back in, which I forgot the Abomination was part of Shang-Chi when he was fighting Wong inside of the cage. Yeah. But one of the jokes that I did like is when they had her talking to Bruce and he was like, oh, she's like, oh, I have to represent the abomination and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, but I'm different now. Like, we, we're different. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I look different. <clears throat> we're in a different place. Yeah, I'm not abomination anymore, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I, did en- I did enjoy this episode. I thought it was a nice kind of encapsulated thing, but um, somebody Short was, and sweet, short, short and to the and point, sweet. you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it was, it was just a fun episode. Uh, but also... I don't trust this law firm. I, I really don't. Uh, it was funny because one of my friends was telling me that he thinks that Tatiana burst through the wall in order to um, cause like a mistrial automatically. Ah, okay, okay. But, but I, obviously we don't know if that's going to be the case for sure, but we do know that she is going to be representing Abomination, who at the end of the episode is shown to be fighting Wong. And so it's complicating the case for Jessica Walters. Um, but it, it, it's, you know, I think it's a really fun show. It's not heavy at all. It's not trying to do anything super huge inside of the yeah. MCU. It's its own little thing, and I'm completely okay with that. Yeah. <clears throat> the way it's like short, sweet episodes, you get to the point quick. 
there's no uh, real like crazy shit that happens. Yeah. You know, it's pretty straightforward. And yeah, right now it's pretty chill. It's not. It's not um that the, bad of a show yeah the dinner sequence with her family and like just how they're all egging her on like oh you don't have a job blah, yeah blah. and at the end of the show that the mid-credit scene they show her like helping them move furniture and bring in stuff i thought that was kind of funny yeah hell yeah because yeah you bet your ass if, <laughs> if you had a super powered family member you'd be like hey hey come and help me out yeah i need to move this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks um, but yeah it's a it's a really fun show and i want to say that the uh lead actress tatiana um Maslani, she's killing it. She's really charismatic on camera. Uh, I think she really brings in like a fun attitude to the whole thing. She's she's a lot of fun to watch on screen, even in CGI mode. Her voice acting or you know how they're doing it, I think really carries this show forward. Uh, I'm excited for more of this. Uh, yeah, you can check that out on Disney Plus, motherfucker. Yeah, Disney Mass. Um, and then we got the movie descriptions of the week. We have Jordan Peele's Nope. The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. Um, starring Daniel Kaluuya as O.J. Haywood, Kiki Palmer as Emerald Haywood. You have Brandon Priya as Angel Torres, Michael Wincott as Antlers Hoist. You have Stephen Yu, Yoon uh, as Ricky Jupe Park. And uh, you have Keith David making the, uh, you know, a small role in the film uh, as Otis Haywood, which I was really excited to see Keith David. I did not expect him to go so quickly. Spoilers. Um, and then you have Ren Schmidt as Amber Park. Keith David. Keith David from <clears throat> The Thing, Them, who fights Roddy Roddy Piper in the street. Uh, you know, one of the... Uh, I never heard of him. You've ne- Shut up. Oh, Are you talking about the fucking dad? Yeah. Keith oh. David. How about... Fuck, do you not know who Keith David is? I don't know his name. Yeah, Fuck. I fucking met that fool, dude. That fool fucking dresses like um, all crazy and shit. Oh, you know, you know, yeah. yeah. If, if I had like, money, I'd, I'd dress. I mean, like you see these celebrities dressing in goofy ass outfits. I'd be yeah. doing that shit too if I had the money. Uh, written and directed and by Jordan Peele. I know you're a goofy ass with fucking <laughs> shit. Nah, nah, hell nah. I'd be, like, be, be, be hyped out, hardcore. Hyped out. Yeah. You'd be like walking around going, drip, I'm not going to be dressing, drip, I'm not gonna be dressing in fucking purple leather like fucking Nicolas Cage, bro. Whoa. Yeah. Hell yeah. From top to bottom, I ran into him at the Beverly, at the Beverly Center one time. Yeah. We fucking turned the corner almost ran into each other. And I just t- took a step back and I was like, Nicolas Cage? And I saw what the fuck he was running. Yeah, like, it's me. What the fuck? <laughs> I like Weird. purple. Very fucking weird. It's like a snakeskin purple. I like snakes. Purple snakes. Like, you know you're not in the movie, right, bro? It's like snake eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but honestly, like, your thoughts about Nope? Nope was fucking dope, yo. <laughs> Down with Nope, up with Dope. And I was, and I was a, it was a good, really good movie. I didn't expect it to be what it was. I was expecting more of like a, like a, kind of like a, like a slower paced alien, like, where they don't show you too much. Of what the fuck is in the sky? Yeah, and that you th- and of course for the longest time I thought it was a ship and whoopty fucking woo yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Um, I mean, you already know what we're yeah. Well, the fucking sh- it's not really a ship; it's just a fucking space animal. Yeah, it's a space it, alien, yeah, it's space creature, alien a creature. It just fucking it turns into a like a disc, like a flying disc. Looks like a flying disc, but it's just able to fly and and move at like crazy ass speeds. But it was fucking cool. Yeah, I like the way they, that they started it. With the whole dropping of the change and how what that that kills the dad, and uh, yeah, he you see the, the horse, you see the, the, horse uh, the key stuck in the horse's ass. Yeah, all that kind of shit was fucking tight because uh, 
it just made you feel like, damn, what the fuck are they doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You, at first, you think it's more than one alien. You know, it's a space. You think it's a spaceship, so you think they're abducting everybody and then doing things. And I, I, dude, I really like this movie. Yeah, um, I that, that kid that that kid that they they used. I'm not. What he, what else is he in? The kid that's from like best like from Fry's Electronics. Uh, Brendan Priya. Yeah, what's that kid from? Because he re- he really reminds me of. Um, I think it's. Uh, Man, I can't remember what he reminds me of. Another actor, um, the guy that you got, J- Chet Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Oh, you guys, are you guys ran into him at, at some at some. Talking about Josh, place. Josh, Josh Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah. he reminds me of Josh Hutchinson a lot for some reason. Okay, you know, even his acting, his movements, all that kind of stuff, kind like, of really, really uh, made me feel like Josh. It was Josh Hutchinson, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny. You know, um, that was Timothy Tim, Shalomar. Yeah, yeah, no, it's he was. This guy was born in '95, been acting since he was like. Six, he moved out here when he was 16 to pursue acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael Pre. Well, good for him. He he, yeah, he, he, he did good. a good he did a good job. Yeah, I, I think the cast is fantastic. Kiki Palmer, my fucking god. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Daniel Kaluuya, I know, is a fucking killer actor. Just man, what Daniel top Kaluuya? notch? Daniel Kaluuya. What did I call him? Something different? No. No. Also, who fucks that again? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, I think he's just fantastic, and they were. I you mean, the main actor, yeah, the lead, the one lead, the right? Lead character, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was him and her, really, the leads of the film. But he's the main. He he uh, he's real good. He's real good. Uh, the whole tense, like tense scenes, he real like plays him off really fucking well. You know, because yeah, we also watched him in um uh, uh Judas and the Black Messiah. He played uh, Fred Hampton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like you know, like you know, with um, my goodness. Forget the actor's name, but it doesn't matter because we're not talking about him. We're Idris talking about Elba. Daniel Kaluuya. No, <laughs> but I mean Daniel Kaluuya. I mean, honestly, does a fantastic job in this film. Uh, real quiet, like the shock of losing his father. Like he seemed like he was a quiet son, just trying to do the thing that his dad had trained him to do yeah. his whole life. Um, and then you know, like the tragedy of it all actually caused him to regress a little bit more. And then when he was hoping that his more um, outspoken, tougher sister, you know, like could bring her A-game to help the family ranch. And it turns out she doesn't really care only because of her negative experiences with the father. Like, she was like, he was a piece of shit, you know? Uh, And, like, that kind of conflict of how they both kind of managed to have this relationship with their father and then have to team up to deal with this threat that they're not sure exactly what's going on, Uh, putting the pieces together. And then, obviously, um, you know, Angel Torres coming in and being like, yo, dude, like, I know you guys are focused on something. I can help. I can yeah. help because you know he feels like his life is meaningless, being stuck inside of an electronic, uh, fry, you know, Fry's Electronics. R.I.P. You fucking miserable, miserable company. <laughs> it was funny when the camera pulled up and then there's a Fry's Electronics. I'm like, well, oh, you see shit, the spaceship right fucking get crashed into the building. But uh, one that I tripped out more was the the Copper Copper Pots Cove. Uh, okay, Copper Pots Cove is fucking Jimmy's Jimmy Burgers right yeah, there. Yeah, Jimmy Burgers Lancashire. right here on. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. That's yeah, right, right. I remember seeing that fucking uh, uh, that Copper Copper Pots Cove um, signage, a signage up on it, and I was thinking it was gonna be more of a. I thought it was. I was like, fuck, are they doing like a Goonies thing? Uh, I just driven by that street, which is because it's right here by the fucking house. So yeah. I drove by there and I saw it, and I was like, "Well, fuck, man! I wonder if they're gonna make a Goonies movie yeah. or a Goonies show, and then fucking come to to find out that it was in a nope." Yeah, I mean, but honestly, like, what I liked about it too is the psych out. Right, he's setting you up to think it's aliens. One of my favorite moments was in the barn, 
when they were they were uh, Jupiter's oh, yeah, yeah, claims. When the fucking little kids the and little shit. kids were fucking with him. Yeah. And oh man, what that shit a, was good, dude. It was a good scene. Yeah. And to have him flip that on you and be like, "Son of a bitch," because that's what your mind is prepping you for. It's prepping you for that shit. Yeah. And then finally, when you see them get fucking pulled up in in, in the spaceship, or the the creature sucks them all up and starts like eating them, you're like, "Oh, you know, it's it's not it's an alien, but not." an alien spaceship that's trying to probe people. Yeah. Fuck, but Jesus Christ, well handled. I wouldn't say it's so much, it's still a horror film, obviously, because of the genre that it sits in, but the sci-fi aspect of it and the suspense aspect of it, I think is much better handled. Um, You know, I also like how all the chapters are broken up by the horse names. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of everything and how it's playing out. Yeah. I I, I really like this movie because... I the don't sight the way they fucking even like uh just the little action scenes and stuff like that. It was fucking it was well done. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean I will say this, like this is my second favorite Jordan Peele film. Like, I mean, I know he's only done the three get out, which is top notch, uh Us and Nope. I don't like Us particularly. And yeah. not because it's a badly made film. Like I think it's still really well made. I just think that once you start thinking about the things that are happening in that film, it all falls apart. Yeah. And so that's big. That's my biggest gripe. If, if, and if that's my biggest gripe about us, I mean, shit, I think I was a little too hard on it when I reviewed it on the old podcast that I used to be part of. I think I was, I okay. think I was incredibly harsh on it. I think it just falls apart when you think about like the mechanisms of the story. Um, but Nope, I think handles up, uh, handles itself really well. I think it's still a tighter narrative story. Even everything. the way that shit fucking like rains on the house and all that oh kind of shit, God. dude, fucking crazy, you know? Yeah, because they're fucking terrified and they're not sure what the fuck's happening and they're just shitting on their house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then what I also liked is that there are stories that he's telling within the story, but he doesn't give you enough clues. He leaves it to your imagination, the chimpanzee losing its shit. In the television show, he's letting your mind play with that, you know, because he's not, he's like, this is not the story, but this is just to help build this world stronger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on top of that, also with, um, you know, uh, Michael Wincott playing as Antlers Hoist, 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 um, when he's popping the pills, you know that he's sick. Yeah. So when he decides, okay, we got this shot, but I can get us a better shot. I'm dying anyway. Fuck it. And he goes out there. <laughs> And he starts filming. I was like, man, but what a cool little narrative shit that he just, you just see it. He pays a little attention to it with it, using Angel's character. Yeah, 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 And you're able to decipher, at least I was able to, and you were obviously able yeah. to, that, oh, man, this guy is, like, sick. And he's like, fuck it. One last fucking ride. I want to do something really fucking meaningful. Let's go. I was like, ballsy. That shit was tight. Nah, fucking, the movie was well done, man. Yeah. I fucking really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was gonna like it. I didn't think it was gonna be that good. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I've, what, heard, I've heard mixed reviews. You know. Yeah. Well, I think the mixed reviews come from people not understanding like the visual context clues that he's giving you, and on top of that, they're not. This is not a film that a lot of people are going to understand if they just go into movies to be like, "Oh, Transformers, cars talk, things go boom." Like, I think that audience is gonna have a little bit of a tougher time. Yeah. Uh, handling it's the same thing that like, you know, like we talked about when we watched Unbreakable. M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable and the movie finished, you heard people around us saying, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. the sixth sense. What the fuck? I was expecting the sixth sense. And you're like, you're watching a comic book movie. Yeah. 
You know, or when we finished watching The Lord of the Rings, people were still like, that's it? I'm, I'm like, did you not watch the trailers where they talked about it's going to be three fucking movies? <laughs> yeah, well, fucking a lot of people don't pay attention, you know? They don't pay attention, and they, they don't have, like, they don't understand the little context clues that they're being given. All the little things, like, everybody's like, oh, I wish they showed more of the chimp. I, w- I want to see what happened. I'm like, but the masterful part is that you don't have to. Your mind, your imagination is running fucking wild because i know i was because yeah. i remember about that fucking chimpanzee story from was i don't know if it's camarillo somewhere up you know at where uh a ripped husband his, off or did the dude's arms off not not ripped the, he ripped off his face he oh, went up fuck. there and he and, and he got attacked by, by their chimpanzee they got recently out. i heard about someone getting arm ripped off oh i, I could i wouldn't be surprised you see that guy's face off the fuck yeah, and so for a long time he wore, uh, he tore out his eyes and stuff, like just ripped them out. So he had a, a half face mask thing that he would wear to complete the look. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's the stuff that I was remembering. So like hearing the chimpanzee going to town, my visceral reaction to that, because my imagination was running wild because I remember that news story. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, I know, I know I'm thinking to myself, too, is that fucking chimpanzees fucking tearing fools apart and beating them with their own arms and yeah. shit. I was like, holy shit. And, and they see, they kind of show it, like, all bloodied up and shit. I, can, I mean, me personally, I, I kept wanting it to go back to the, to the fucking ranch. Like, I didn't really care for this, but I knew what, what he was trying to do, you know Yeah, what I mean? yeah, And also, Stephen uh, Yoon. Um, yeah, even for Stephen Yoon to be talking about it, and then it just goes back, and then he's just like... And he's just like just the fucking expression you see on his face. Yeah, Steven's fucking I, good, man. But I really liked how his defense mechanism was like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Oh, it's fucking nuts. And as the story is being told, as he's telling the story, you you see his flashback memory, and then how when it flashes back to him, like you see the horror that still lives with inside of him. You're like, fuck, man, that's got to be fucking scary. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean Jordan Peele, I think. Um, if he keeps keeps this up, um, he he's I mean he's definitely gonna go down as one of the greats. But I think he's got he's he, got a good fucking a, a niche that he's uh, made up his he's made his own lane in a sense for yeah, this kind is. of shit, dude. Because yeah. nobody's making films like this even this these days, story wise, plot wise, visually the way the fucking it leads you to think one thing and then comes a whole nother the, way. The only person that I can think of that actually has done this before and obviously is inspired, he's like the masterful one, and they keep comparing Jordan Peele to is John Carpenter. Okay. But I mean, like, th- there's nobody like John Carpenter, right? Like, I mean, like, motherfucker, there's somebody on Twitter who was like, let's just say this now, Jordan Peele is the greatest horror film director mm-hmm. ever. And Jordan Peele was like, oh, no, 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 no. I will not have you slam John Carpenter's name. Like that, I mean, dude, I mean, the thing, they... Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Halloween, uh, you know, just... Those are fucking all classics. <laughs> all classics. Fucking heavy-hitting classics. Big Trouble in Little China's fucking dope, man. It's great. Uh, not so, even fucking... Uh, um, not even a horror one, but that's just fucking tight. No, but he's good. I mean, like, dude, like, the thing still holds up to this day because of the paranoia that he's weaved within these fucking characters. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what Jordan Peele was inspired by. Like, I know he's a comedian, and I think also being that he's a comedian, he has an understanding of, like, the human psyche, the human mind, and how it works. And he writes these character-driven stories where they're, like, they feel real. Yeah. Like, they're not making stupid decisions. I mean, you know, like, because they're still trying to piece everything together. I really like all that stuff. What would you give this movie? I would fucking pro- I'd probably give it, like, a nine, man. Nine? It was fucking good. Yeah, talking about I'll this. I'll watch that shit. I'm definitely going to watch it again. Dude, I, I 
man, I rented it, right? Like, I, I yeah, did, I didn't have time to go to the theater, but my fucking god, do I want to go watch this in the theater? And I, yeah, I rented it too. This one, I would, I would definitely buy as well. <laughs> um, dude, honestly, like, I would give. I it think a, this is definitely one that I can, I can purchase and keep on my fucking uh, on my digital uh, on your digital list of yeah, go-tos. my digital collection. You know, yeah, I give it a name. Honestly, like for me, I think it's strong. Yeah. It's a strong film. Uh, yeah, so it's an eight and a nine from us. Even the fucking the, the part nope. where the fucking little nope. the reporter shows up. Yeah, dude, that shit was <laughs> tight, man. Yeah, I just I, the way that everything was done, man. I think was fucking great. The end where the fucking he where you were. I didn't think he died. I didn't think he had died. No, because, I already because no, of course it was, if you die you just have to show it on camera. You do, you know. So I, I knew he didn't die, but the way he fucking he just appears like Django and shit. That's a badass. I was like, oh man, it's fucking dope. Yeah, really fucking well shot. But what I also like is that even if you have your conflicts with your siblings, like the love that you have for one another is still there, and you're still willing yeah. to be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. You, you handle your part, I'll handle my part." Yeah, and like that. I kept I, thinking to myself, "How the fuck they see each other from that far away?" Yeah, <laughs> they got great eyes. Yeah, we wear glasses, so, so we're that eagle eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, please, if you haven't seen Nope, uh, you shouldn't have listened to this. That eagle eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, if 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 you have seen it and uh, you agree with us, let us know. You can hit us up on uh, Instagram as the yeah. Renderos if you have any Bros. recommendations, also hit us up on that. Rendero was brothers. Yeah. Uh, so any tidbits this week? Uh, none. None that I can recall at the moment. I thought you were gonna bring up that Oscar Myers hot dog. Oh yeah, thing. that's a good one, man. See, the Oscar Myers hot dog uh, has released a fucking uh, popsicle that tastes like a wiener, a hot dog <laughs> wiener. You know, so. Uh, <laughs> If you uh, envision yourself on a hot summer day just suckling down on a nice hot dog flavored <laughs> popsicle, or well, uh, I you think know, they took Limp Biscuit's lyrics. <laughs> yeah, <too>. sign <laughs> sign up for Oscar Meyer's uh, hot dog flavored water. <laughs> yeah, pop- popsicle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> popsicle hot dogs. Oh, it's Jesus. fucking weird. It's so disgusting. Yeah, it I don't sounds yeah, it's fucking. I I don't even like. Uh, um, uh, eggs and wieners anymore. Do, do I, do, it has to be like a cheese weenie. If not, it's just not. That's not up to par do, anymore. Do I torture us and buy it and have us taste it on the podcast? Oh fuck! <laughs> if no. you torture us with that, I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna buy us um, a bottle called Malort. Malort. It's a really. It's the, the worst tasting uh, liquor. They made it during the prohibition because it has alcohol, but it didn't taste like alcohol. So oh, it, you know. Okay. So it was still legal to sell, but it just tasted like shit. Oh, Jesus, no. Okay. Not like shit, shit. Yeah, yeah, but, you no, know. but you know, it's it's not a good flavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that that's it for us, guys. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Uh the Renderos Bros on Instagram. You can find us individually as render me Sam. I'm Hollywood Mike with a double I in Mike. Don't forget you can find us on anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. And you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, a lot of the other podcasts are out there. Don't forget to rate and review us. That's really important for us. Yeah. Um, next week, we will figure out what we're going to watch as well. Obviously, we're going to continue with She-Hulk. Um, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, maybe uh, I thought Top Gun, Top Gun Mag- Maverick was supposed to drop. It, it did even... drop. It's available for uh, for rental. Oh, yeah. For yeah rent. I, I, saw, on, I saw it on Vudu. It's not on Paramount Plus, so I thought it was going to be on there. No, no. They, I, I, thought they been... were, I thought they would do like the whole thing like Disney does. Like, oh, we fucking... Exclusive, oh, yeah. you know, pay for this, pay the 40 bucks, and now you can watch this. Yeah. You know, that's what I well, thought. Well, actually, they're not doing that anymore. Now they're just waiting the 45 days or whatever and then releasing it on Disney Plus, like Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, because that's September that's 8th already. Yeah. No one's going to watch that. So nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, it's so Thor weird that there's some people who will defend it. I did not enjoy this film. 
um, you know. I've never met any people that would defend it, but okay. Uh, I know I know a few. I know quite a few p- number of people who actually enjoyed it. Um, and they're wrong. I love them, but they're wrong. Those people like, <laughs> those people like Titanic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe out there. And don't forget to like, rate, and review us, baby. Yeah. Stay wild. Numero uno. Numero uno. Uno. Pantalones. Yeah.